A question was posted in the comments section of the uh, lecture of a lecture I recently gave. Uh, the question goes as follows, as a bit of background explanation. Uh, this is from a, a Western devotee, obviously by his name. Dandavats Maharaj, I've listened to almost every one of your lectures for the past three years. You're the, you are the only person I am attracted to listen to. Also, I am a part of Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat, the institution under B.R. Sridhar Maharaj and Srila Govinda Maharaj. I feel I, should take, I feel I should take initiation from the person who gives me most inspiration, which is you. But I feel that I won't be able to follow the rules and regulations that you require for your disciples. I'm not sure what to do. Please give me guidance and advice. Mm. I don't know how to contact you, but I'm sure you read the comments here or your disciples can give this message to you. My email is such and such. The best and most important thing that happens to us in billions, trillions, zillions, quadzillions, innumerable lifetimes is the opportunity to take to pure devotional service at the lotus feet of Lord Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In fact, it's the only auspicious thing and the only important thing that happens to us. Everything else is unimportant in terms of eternity, in terms of our actual identity. That's the only important thing. Then, what happens next? Eto brahmanda bhari ananta jiva gancha rashi lakha jonite brahman. There are millions, unlimited numbers of jivas wandering in the universe. Then, Brahmanda Brahmite Karao Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasad Pai Bhakti Lata Beach. Out of so many, one who is very fortunate gets the opportunity by the mercy of Guru and Krishna to get the seed of pure devotional service planted in his heart. The, the seed of Anyabhilashita. Anyabhilashita Shunya Bhakti. Devotional service to Krishna devoid of any personal desire. In this most auspicious situation, one has to go forward by accepting a guru who one feels is competent to guide one on the path to Krishna. So that is from the disciple's side. The disciple knows that Krishna has given the system. This is the system upheld in all the Shastras, upheld by all Vaishnavas in all Sampradayas since time immemorial. One has to come under the guidance of a guru who can guide one on the path to Krishna. So that's from the disciple's side. And from the guru's side, one has to pass the test of the spiritual master. He has to be prepared to follow what the guru says. Now generally, the 
person who one regularly hears from and inspires and is, is inspired by, the Shiksha Guru generally becomes the Diksha Guru, generally. That is there. There may be many Vaishnavas in the world who are competent to guide one on the path back to Krishna, but one may uh, approach one to whom one feels a personal attraction. Uh, we find, for instance, uh, just we uh, celebrated the disappearance day of Narotandas. Narotandas could have taken initiation from any of the several associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who are still present in the world at that time, but he felt, I must take initiation only from Lokanath Goswami. He had particular attraction to Lokanath Goswami, although he learned later on, uh, or actually it was on, uh, ongoing, from uh, Srila Jiva Goswami. You may think, well, at the time in the world, Jiva Goswami was there, I believe Raghunath Das Goswami was there, but he wanted to take initiation from Lokanath Goswami. So there's a personal preference also. Um, generally, we're, we're all very neophyte devotees. Maybe we can't co compare our situation to that of Narottam Das, who's the receptacle of Krishna Prem chosen by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to, to take the movement forward in the, that would be the fourth generation, well, third generation, whatever you want to take it, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. <clears throat> uh, but there is a personal factor in it also, even from the neophyte level, one may be one may be attracted more toward deity worship. Someone may be someone is very attracted to kirtan. Someone is very attracted to philosophical understanding. So one may gravitate toward taking direction and guidance from various gurus. Now one also has to pass the test of the guru. And my standards for initiation are considered quite strict within. ISKCON, the society that I am a member of and am uh, supposed to represent, uh, the society founded by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So even within that society, the, there are minimal standards for those who will take initiation from any guru within this institution. <coughs> But I have some more standards also, and therefore it's considered quite strict. And it may be that many devotees think they can't follow that. But although Srila Prabhupada himself took only the vows of the four regulated principles and chanting of minimum 16 rounds, there were other things which were not spoken, not vowed on, but which were understood. Things like not watching television not taking food cooked by non-devotees. And of course, these are within Srila Prabhupada's instructions elsewhere, within the vast corpus of his instructions. So I, I make that standard for my disciples. I make it, what was previously implicit, I make explicit. And like I say, it was understood at the time. It wasn't expected that you take your, your beads, you take your name, you take initiation, 
and then you go and celebrate at the, lo at the local vegetarian restaurant, non-devotee restaurant. Oh, you, yeah, so uh, that was understood. Now, there are many devotees throughout the world who follow all these rules, not only my disciples, these extra rules, you can say. And ichatakle upai hoy, the saying is there in Bengali, it's the, it means the same as English. If there's a will, there's a way. You can do it. When I first came to the temple, uh, Bhaktivedanta Mana, the first center of ISKCON I ever visited, and I had very little idea of practically nothing of the Krishna Conscious Movement. I just got a book and I hadn't met devotees before that, but I went to the temple and they'd, in those days there was no start with one round, go to two rounds and gradually increase. It's right from the beginning. You have to chant 16 rounds a day. And I thought, well, that seems a bit tough because even to chant one round seems to, in my diseased condition, I thought that was quite difficult. But then I looked around and I saw all these devotees. They're, they're all coming from a very similar kind of background to mine. Uh, they're what you might say from a very ordinary background. Uh, by chanting Hare Krishna they become extraordinary, no doubt. But their background is very ordinary. So I thought, well, if they can do it, then I can do it also. So I did. And the, the other rules that practically I was following already, the four rules. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. And you can go ahead and in this way. But there are other considerations also here, uh, in your case, because as you say, you're a member of Sri Chaitanya Sarasvat Mart. Generally in ISKCON, we, we, we think of Gorya Mart, and all the, but actually in Gorya Mart there are so many different branches and sub-branches. Uh, um, so you, I, exactly how much you are, what does it mean to be a member, how much you're associated, uh, I don't know. But the, the, there will be differences in the outlook and approach to that within ISKCON, even within ISKCON there, like, like I said, different, and under different gurus there are different approaches and outlooks. We, we see the Chaitanya tree, uh, there are so many branches, so in one tree uh, all the branches, they give the same fruit and they look the same, they have the same kind of leaves and, and fruits and flowers, but they're different also, they don't look exactly the same. So in the same way, in the tree of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the basic fruit is Krishna Prem, love of God. But the branches may be somewhat different. <clears throat> so within the Chaitanya tree, within the Sarasvat branch of the Chaitanya tree, that, that which comes from Bhaktisya and Saraswati, there are different branches, and even we say Gorya Mat, but there are different Mats with they have somewhat different outlooks. The philosophy is the same, the fruit should be the same. Um, but there may be different outlooks and approach. In, um, certainly, this, just for instance, the sadhana program that Srila Prabhupada gave in his temples is different in many ways to to that in what we broadly call the Gorya Mats. 
Generally speaking, the Gorya months don't have in the morning what we call a Japa period. And uh, Srila Prabhupada, for his disciples, he instituted minimum 16 rounds of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. Whereas, uh, from what I understand, most gurus in the Gorya Mat don't make that stipulation. They may make it less or whatever. Um, and even the very, when we say initiation, the, the, even there's some difference of understanding in that because in, in ISKCON, what we call initiation, first, what we call first initiation is generally known as Harinam Pradhan, giving the holy name in the Gorya Mount. So there are differences of outlook, different approaches, and you'll be already accustomed to that. I don't know how thickly and deeply you are involved in that, but at, at the very least, for the sake of etiquette, presuming that there's someone who's guiding you uh, within that institution, uh, you should consult with them, see what they think, what is best for you, for your spiritual progress. And I, if you're not sure, then from my side, uh, I would say, uh, there's no need to rush into it, but if you're not sure, then you, as you're brought into Krishna consciousness there, and then you follow through there, and uh, if, if your initiating guru there is not averse to it, you could go on hearing from me. But again, that could cause some difficulties because there may be some things that I say or my outlook which is different from that of your initiating guru or those who are guiding you. And although in one sense they may not be very big things, but in, 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 but in religious matters small things can be big things. Just like if some guru says, well it's okay to such and such. And I say, well, it's not okay to such and such. And then it, it creates a disturbance in the mind of disciples. So these are uh, subtle considerations. You have to think about it very seriously. And like I say, you discuss with the devotees there and uh, pray to Krishna and uh, whatever you think or not. Having taken uh, guidance from those who know you very well, uh, having taken guidance from them, then you uh, pray to Krishna and uh, then you may take a decision. And I wish you all the best in your ongoing progress toward the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, whatever your decision in this matter may be. And I offer my obeisance to all the Vaishnavas of all Sampradayas all over the world who are uh, practicing Krishna consciousness and guiding others on the path to Krishna, Hare Krishna. Vancha kalpa tarubhyas chakripa sindhubhya evacha patita nam pavanebhyo vaishnava.